Airline vests go to cut costs. An airline in Canada? Jazz. Canada. Yeah, Canada. Hmm. Stop picking picking on me. I'm just just checking. What are people from Canada called? Canadians. I rest my case. Jazz Airlines is going to remove the life vests from its planes to cut weight and therefore reduce fuel costs. Now, I don't know about you, Fishy, when the last time you were on a plane, but in the safety demonstration, they've always got the little chicky babe in the middle of the aisle. Or the, or, or or the, the video. Or the man. Oh, I don't like... I don't, the homosexual. I don't fly on airlines that have men. Um, yes, you do. You were with me when we went to uh, Melbourne once we flew back with the oh, yeah, virgin. Was, yeah, there was men on And it was, was a homosexual. Probably That was. cracked onto you and... and, and, and Nailed me, in fairness. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed. Over the best 60 seconds of his life, let me tell you. Anyway, thanks for reminding me of that horrific event. Um, they traditionally do the little in-flight demonstration of the safety. Because safety is their number one priority. Which, is it really? Well, that's what they claim. I personally think that's a load of codswold because making a profit is their number one priority. I would have said profit. Yeah, I would have said profit. Anyway, they do the oxygen mask falling out of the uh, ceiling, uh, the um, exits, and then they do the life vest. Now, boys and girls, listener, let's just think about this for a minute. You're in a steel tube at 40,000 feet. They give you this safety demonstration, at which point they explain that you put the life jacket over your head, you tie it around your waist, and clasp it with the little buckle thing at the front of your person. Mm. At the appropriate time, following the directions of the crew, they uh, you will uh, inflate your life vest when you leave the plane. This is after it's crashed into after the ocean. After it's crashed, yeah, yeah. We're coming to that. And when you hit the water, you uh, of course you've inflated it, but it should it not inflate correctly. There's a little red tube on either side of your uh, mouth or either side of your neck where you can just lean over a little bit, blow in a little bit of extra. And of course there is also a whistle and light to attract attention. Mm. Now, let's just pick a typical plane crash, shall we? Perhaps TWA 800 out of New York a few years ago. The blew up in the middle of the sky and then plummeted some 40,000 feet in a flaming wreckage yeah. that spread across some 15 square miles of ocean. That lit up the night sky. Correct. Now, I'm thinking that if somebody hasn't noticed the flaming wreckage burning on the way down and then smashing into the water covering 15 square miles of which there's flaming flames all over the water, they ain't going to notice a fucking light and a whistle. If they've heard the playing a boomer, they're probably not going to hear you going because you're not going to be able to blow properly because you're in the water. Yeah. So I really the whistle's, the whistle's good, by the way, for attracting sharks. Yes, yes, that's also handy. So I really don't see that it's that big a deal that they take the life vests off the plane. Of course, your seat can be used as a flotation device. Or a toilet. I was going to say, if the plane crashes, it's going to be used as a toilet. <laughs> so I really don't see that it's a big panic that they're going to take the um, life vests off this airline, particularly since it fly, it's a, a, a transnational carrier and it doesn't actually fly over the oceans. 
It does fly over the Great Lakes, but you that know, doesn't count. You know when they say, as you were saying, and your seat will become a flotation device. Yes. Well, why don't they make the whole plane a flotation device <laughs> yeah, called one. the boat <laughs> when it lands in the water? Well, if you, you know, Airport 77, it did land in the water, sank, and everyone was able to, you know, because it is a pressure vessel, mm. they were all able to, um, to survive inside. But, uh, and, of course, then the crew will also operate the enormous big floats, the, the, those, um, ramps, those ramps, ramps that come down when it lands in the water. And have you ever noticed that in the picture on the back of the safety card, which is in the seat pocket in front of you, mm. that the plane is sitting completely intact in the water and the big boat things, the life rafts, are floating ever so calmly at yeah. the door. And the people that are sliding down have got fairy floss and yes. other little prizes that they Hopefully won. they've removed their shoes at least. You know, they never mention the fact that the likelihood is, as you slide down that, if it's if you've made it onto the ground, that you're probably going to break a limb or two. Of course. Numerous people break limbs. And the likelihood is that the only plane that I can remember seeing actually come in for a mildly successful landing on water was the Ethiopian plane that was hijacked and crashed off the beach in wherever the hell it was. And as it hit the water, an engine dug in, it turned over and killed about two-thirds of the people on board. Oh, really? Yes. So that's the only time I've ever seen it. And I don't remember seeing too many people coming up with their life vests on and then blowing their whistle or um, waving their little light to attract attention. Face it, boys and girls, the only way you're going to survive a plane crash is to wear what a motorcycle rider wears, a Grand Prix motorcycle rider, a set of leathers and a crash helmet. Because they fall off. Marco Melandra, I think it was, fell off at over 300 kilometres an hour the other week. Okay, he broke a couple of bones, but that's all. Well, actually, he did a bit more damage than that. But on the whole, when they fall off, they just slide. So my suggestion to you, listener, is when you're about to be in a plane crash, go to the back of the plane, stand at the door, open the door, and just as the front of the plane hits the ground, or the belly of the plane hits the ground, casually step out, Lay down on your back and slide along in your leathers with your crash helmet on, safe as houses you will survive. Can you tuck and roll? No, because if you tuck and roll, that's when you start to tumble, tumble, tumble. All right. You only tuck and roll in nuclear holocaust. I have to remember that. So, Even though we're about to come into the the Cold War again, tuck tuck and and roll, roll. nuclear, slide, plane. Exactly. Tuck and roll into the gutter or maybe even hide under the timber desk that's in your casually built schoolroom and that'll save you from the 56 megaton explosion. Make sure you don't knock those ink wells. Oh, no way. You don't want to do that at all. So that's it, boys and girls. That's our little safety plane safety demonstration for you. A little bit of helpful advice for those frequent flyers that are all around the world. Fishy, have you got anything else for me? Stuff all. Oh, bugger it, then.